0: Hey, it's Graham, it's Thursday, and that means we're offering you another positive piece of a past interview. Each week, our team digs through the archives to find our strongest feel-good stories to present to you in podcast form. This week, Sean White. You once uh, canceled a vacation after losing an Olympic qualifying event to Danny Davis. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you handle losing?
1: Um... It's a mixture of things. I'm pretty upset, obviously. I don't like to lose in any scenario. It's funny because I can't turn the competitiveness off. Like if you and I, you know, I just won a snowboard contest and then we played chess and I lost, I would be extremely upset about it. You know, I can't like. You know, there's no difference. I get just as tied up in whatever I'm doing at the time. So um, that did something amazing to me though, because I learned this the trick that's the double McTwist 1260 like probably two days later. So that's what it does. I mean, I, I really feel like that's like a true you know, competitor in the way. And that's, I think, one of my favorite parts about myself is that I don't know, I always feel like I can't lose because I show up. And if I win, that's great. And I'm motivated to try to win again. And if I lose, it's almost even better because I get driven. And I know where I need to be now. Yeah.
0: When you were 14 or 15, uh, you lose an event and you're bummed out and you happen to run into one of your idols and he uh, signs a poster for you. Yeah. You remember what the poster said and kind of explain what it means to you?
1: Yeah, um, you know, as a professional snowboarder um, from, from way back and he, uh, he ended up signing this poster and he wrote, contests mean nothing. And it was interesting because he knew I was very upset about uh, the event I had just lost. And uh, I know that for the, for the, I guess, for this limited amount of time, it means the world to you in that sense. But it just means that maybe you weren't the best on that day. And that's how I really um, inter- interpreted what he was trying to say to me in that sense. is, is like, look, like, there's another event. There's another thing. like You move on. You move past it. It doesn't really—it means a lot, but it doesn't really mean anything. As long as you're enjoying yourself and you're and you're there and you actually put everything out on the table, then it's fine. Like I think the best scenario for me is if I if I do everything that I can, and I lose, then I'm content with that. You all I have. Okay. You know, it's all I have. You know, I, I entered an event. Gosh, it was 2000. Um, I want to say 11, and I was at X Games. And I, I walked into the slaughter because there 's two events, especially now there 's two events in, in uh, the Olympics coming up there 's half pipe, which is what I 've done the past two years, which is you know the two walls going downhill, and then there 's another event that 's called slope style, which is jumps and rails and different obstacles in one long run uh-huh. and I normally compete in both, but Olympic years, I take it off because there 's no real point for me to do that. I just focus on the half pipe um, but uh, I walked into this event knowing. I was gonna lose because I hadn't hit a jump in about two years, and all these guys—that's all they do all day long—and um, I got destroyed. I didn't even make finals, uh, but I did it because I knew two things were gonna happen. Um, first would be I knew that I would I would be really upset <laughs> and get motivated to to get better, and then and then the second thing would be that I now know where the bar is at. I saw what. You know my competitor that that won that event, what he did to win that event, and I knew now I know now where I need to be because of that, so I really feel like if you if you look in that scenario, it's like you can't really go wrong you know there's there are no mistakes in that sense it's just all learning you you, you said
0: before um I get stressed about everything yeah. um I have so much going on it overwhelms me sometimes how do you cope with stress
1: uh depends i mean. I usually skateboard. I snowboard. I mean, that's kind of how I used to do things. I mean, I get upset at school and I get upset, you know, just in family scenarios. And I'd go to the skate park. I'd be there for like three hours. I mean, but
0: now it's that's kind of the same thing that's responsible for creating the stress or all the it is kind it, of extra I
1: mean, yeah. curricular
0: type things surrounding that, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, I still like I enjoy myself like. I I get fulfillment but when I learn a new trick it's like I've I've got something you know um yeah I, I, it's it's really hard to describe but yeah if I show up to the to the skate park and I've been falling at, you know try after try after try and I finally land something I've never done before it's like this amazing feeling and I can't really um get that instant gratification anywhere else in life sometimes you know what I mean a lot of things take take time and and uh you know, I can go to the skate park and know that I'm going to have a really good time and I'm going to be out and, and exercising and doing something and then, um, I don't know, it just kind of works out. I think lately what's exciting is that the more time I spend away from the sport, the more I want to go back to it. So if, really? I'm, if I'm here in New York and I'm hanging out and I'm, I'm having a good time, like I start to miss my sport. And so it's like, you know, the, the thing that happens there is is that once I come back to it, I'm excited again. I've been snowboarding since I was six years old. I mean, for me to show up and be extremely excited to go snowboarding, that's a big deal.
0: So the time away is really good for you I think it's just
1: then. as important as the time on the hill. And I think people miss that. They, they misjudge that. It's just like I was talking about over-practicing earlier. You know, over-practice? Are you insane? You need as much practice as you can. No, I mean, sometimes that's not the case. At the Olympics, I fell my first hit the run before I won. During practice, I was sitting there and I dropped and I fell on the first hit. And I look back up at my coach and I'm like, I had this panic moment of like, do I unstrap my board and like literally run back up and try to do it again to make sure? And, and he gave me the like, no, just get out of there. And, and at that moment, I was comforted because I know that, you know, maybe, you know, there's 10, 10 runs in me and there's maybe one fall in there. So I just got that out of the way so i have 10 great runs coming up you know and that's how i look at it it's like you know, you can you can be your own worst enemy at that point point. And, and for me especially on the mountain i, I show up i ride and if i stay there too long i learn i lose motivation i can get hurt you know what i mean if you if you're going into some crazy trick or something that's really uh, intimidating and you don't have like your full heart and motivation into it it's a it's a bad scenario
0: we'll be back with another positive story from a past interview next thursday and we'll pull it from our highest performing clips according to our digital community head over to youtube.com graham bensinger to join us thanks again for listening